Hey, hey, welcome back to Bullpen Sessions. My name is Andy Neary, and this is episode 33. This week, I'm excited to have the opportunity to sit down with Jen Kennedy. Jen is the founder of Impact to Income University, which is a wonderful program that is hell-bent on helping entrepreneurs not only grow their revenue, but grow their impact at the same time. I absolutely love this conversation for so many reasons. Not only do I consider Jen a friend, but after having this conversation, I feel like she's a sister from another mother. We have so many things in common. Jen's a former teacher turned nutritionist turned entrepreneur, and she is having massive success, which includes a six-figure month just this past April. You see, as a teacher, Jen was on the fast track to leadership. She wanted to get into administration. But along that journey, she realized the way the educational system was working, the way she was teaching wasn't filling her cup. She wanted more, but it also brought safety. You see, Jen grew up in a family that valued safety, that had a little fear of money, a fear of taking risk. And this has held Jen back in her past former life. I can feel her. I know where she's coming from, but it was the power of masterminds, the power of opening herself up to personal development that made Jen realize there was more. There was a way to live your passion. There was a way to grow a business that you know you're capable of growing, a business you love and designing a business around your life and not the other way around. And that's why she created the Impact to Income University. It's focused on three things. Number one, it's focused on leadership, something she was striving for in administration. Number two, it's focused on money, how to have a better relationship with money, how to have a better money mindset. And it's focused on strategy, surrounding yourself with coaching and community. It's about leveling up your business, leveling up your mindset, and leveling up the impact you are making in your business. See, Jen wanted a change up in her life, and she went for it. And here she is today to talk about it because she is having massive success. Speaking of change up, speaking of coaching, and speaking of community, if you know your business needs a change up. Maybe you've had a lot of success, but you want to take it to the next level. Or sales aren't coming in and the sales opportunities aren't coming in like they should, like you are used to having them. Maybe it's because your message and the way you're sharing that message needs a change up. If that's the case, I want you to go check out the Complete Game Mastermind. It's a mastermind unlike anything you have ever seen. It's five months it's held virtual, but there's one in-person component because not only are masterminds about surrounding yourself with good people, they're also about having amazing experiences. And so if you think you are a fit, you think Complete Game is a fit for your business, go check out Complete Game Mastermind. I have put a link in the comments below. Do not miss this chance to join. 11 other high-level thinkers to take your business, take your mind, take your message, and most importantly, take your life to a whole new level. Go check it out today. All right, now let's dig into this interview with Jen. Here we go. All right, Jen Kennedy, welcome to Bullpen Sessions. How the heck are you? I am so good. I love being on podcasts where someone's energy can like match mine. I'm like, yes, Andy. Like, <laughs> Yeah, we, it's like three in the afternoon. No, we did not drink coffee. We're just excited to be here. Yes, and, and I have to admit, knowing you were coming on, I knew I was going to have to ramp up my energy. So it's all about influence. Noted. I noticed. All about I'm influence. 
So Jen, um, for the audience that's listening in that has no idea who you are, yeah, um, tell us a little bit about you. Where are you from? What are you up to? What are you doing? Um, what makes Jen tick? Yeah, I love it. All right, so hi guys. Jen Kennedy here. If you really knew me, you'd know my name's Jenna. And the reason why I went with Jen Kennedy with two ends when I became an entrepreneur is because I actually was interviewing to become a principal the same time I started my, my first business, which was a nutrition coaching business. And in the interviewing process, I was like, gosh, if they Google me, they're going to find me like on Instagram and posting testimonials. And so I decided to cut the A off and just go with Jen. And then I stuck with it because it kind of, you know, it kind of goes well. So if, if you knew me, you'd know that. Um, but no, I'm a, an entrepreneur. I always say no matter where my business is at, I'm an entrepreneur first. I strongly believe that entrepreneurs see see a problem and they try to solve it no matter what. And so I'm an entrepreneur first. Right now I'm a business mentor. Previously, I was a nutrition coach. I am, let's say I live in Michigan, live in the Midwest. And we, my husband and I, secrets out once I say this, we're looking to leave the Midwest. We are both born and raised here in Michigan, but you know, I'm going to be honest, I'm getting a little sick of the winters and I'm just, I'm just need a little bit more sunshine in my life. We have a dog child named Roxy. And if I could, what makes me tick would probably be rescuing hundreds of more dogs, but I know that that's not possible in my life right now. And yeah, I just, I strongly believe that when we like, what really makes me tick, I love that you asked that question. I don't know if I've ever been asked that question as an adult, but what really makes me tick, I think is just helping people in any way that I can. I mean, every business that I've done, every, actually everything that I've done in my life to make income, to make money has been always driven by impact. And I just strongly believe that we're all put on this planet for a specific reason. And I really think that's mine. And I love every second of it. Well, and we're going to get into early part of your career where you are, we're absolutely teaching people. Um, yeah. You and I know each other because we were in the same mastermind. Um, we've met and talked. I consider you a friend, but we don't know each other that well. What you just said now makes us that much closer. Why? Because Amy and I are from Wisconsin. We spent yeah, the first 37, 38 years of our lives there. Got yeah. absolutely sick of the winters there. And so we moved to Colorado six years ago. And people are like, but you moved to Colorado. I'm like, you don't get it. Like, you don't know what it's like to have two straight weeks of gray weather, gray skies. Seriously. And, and like so, maybe, maybe snowy one day and then like maybe like 75 degrees the next. And yeah, the Midwest is weird. Yes. So any, any uh, insight as to where you guys might go? We're, I mean, okay. My husband keeps saying, Jen, you're all over the map. And it's so true. Like, I'll just pull up the map and I'm like, oh my God, Austin, Texas. And he's like, we've never been. I'm like, but I've heard great things. Or I'll be like, so you're like Colorado Springs. He's like, you still never been. I'm like, no, you're right. And then recently I've been looking at North Carolina. Um, Cal I mean, California is always on the list. I'm literally all over the map. So if anyone has suggestions, slide into my DMs and give them to me, please. Hey, <laughs> my quick suggestion, since you're going to want to leave the Midwest, sun, absolutely number one. Yeah. You can avoid the humidity as well. I know the humidity. Yeah. One thing we don't miss uh, ourselves. So, well, awesome. Let's go to your early part of your career, Jen. Yeah. Um, today you're an entrepreneur, very successful business owner, but that wasn't always the case. You mm -hmm. started your career, your adult business career, going down a different path. Tell Absolutely. us a little bit about that. Yeah, completely. So from the time that I was a child, I always knew I was going to be a teacher. It was just, I loved helping people. So what was the, really the two options growing up was a nurse or a teacher was kind of just the two options that people presented to me. And I don't like 
blood or taking care of people in the hospital. So I was like, oh, a teacher would be great. So went to school, became a teacher, um, got hired in an amazing district. It's like one of those districts that everybody wants to be in and started my career there. I was a kindergarten teacher. I was a special ed research room teacher, an interventionist, a first grade teacher. But really my, the second that I got hired as a teacher, I was like, oh, nope, this isn't it. This is not it. I know it's not it because I wanted to help more people. And I, I looked at the little kiddos in my classroom and I was like, these kids, there's 21, there's 21 of them, right? There's 21. I want to be able to help more. And so in my mind, the only way to help more people was to go back and get two degrees that I'll chat about in a second and to become a principal. And so I went back to school. I got a master's and an ed specialist degree, which is a doctoral level degree in leadership and administration. And I was learning organizational leadership, um, you know, admin, how to run a school. And I was actually running the school. My principal's gone. I was running every professional development that we had in our school for about six years. And that was just my path. I was like, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to climb up the ladder. I'm going to make more impact and I'm going to make more money because, well, you're a principal, you're running a school, you're making six figures. And that was my path. And so for eight years, I, that was it. I was grinding, I was teaching, I was tutoring and I was working my tail off in, in grad school, becoming, you know, trying to climb up the ladder and become a principal. And I was listening to, um, Bedros Koulian, and this was years ago, probably two, three years ago, I was listening to Bajos Krillian and I stopped dead in my tracks. My husband and I were at the gym and I listened to podcasts at the gym and I stopped and I like put the weights down and my jaw just dropped. And he's like, what is it? And I'm like, he just said, stop wasting your life trying to climb up someone else's ladder and build your own. And I was like, oh, and it was in that moment that I realized I was just trying to climb up someone else's ladder. Like that's all I was doing. And I was like, this is not... <laughs> this is not okay for me. And around the same time I stumbled into entrepreneurship and it, that it was in that moment that I was like, I actually realized what's actually possible as an entrepreneur. And I realized I can still help people and I can, you know, have the income and live the life of freedom and all of the things. And that's really when I started to pivot into entrepreneurship. But every single second of ever, everyone always asks Andy, they're like, you know, how glad, how happy were you to leave teaching and like not do it anymore? I'm like, I loved every second of it. Like I was a really good teacher. I loved being a part of the community. Every day kids were running up to me like, Mrs. Kennedy. Like I missed the hugs of it, like little kids giving you hugs. But I just found this path that I was, I was meant to be on. And that's way more fulfilling, way more fun. And I mean, honestly, let's, let's be honest here. We're entrepreneurs. We want to make more money. And so it's, it's a lot better for that as well. Well, and it's interesting because there's so much to unpack in that statement or those comments you made about teaching, right? Because on one hand, we talk about freedom. That's one reason people become entrepreneurs, right? Is they want a little freedom, but then you could yeah. argue, well, as a teacher, you get summers off, right? It's, you get <laughs> not, you work nine months out of the year. And what you just said though, was so, it can't be missed because the same applies to the business world. Why did you go back to school to get your master's degree, your additional ed degree to become a principal? Could, could we not say that's the same thing as kind climbing the corporate ladder in a way? Oh, same exact thing. Oh yeah. Yep. Where somebody in the business world, in the corporate world, is trying to climb up the ladder. So they spend so much time and so much effort getting the letters behind their name, getting the additional mm -hmm. educational credits to make that happen. Yeah. But in the end, you still found out this isn't what I wanted to do at the end of the day. Yeah. And yeah, so and many people, Jen, are stuck going, but I spent all that time on education. I was just going to say. I was just going there and you took it. Yeah. Well, what's your Andy, advice? What's your advice yeah. to that person sitting here right now, whether they're a teacher, yeah. a principal, or in the business world, and they're going, man, I know there's something else out there for me, 
But I have spent but, all this time on educating yes. myself to become better at what I do today. What's your advice? So funny that you say that. My husband and I were just having this conversation. So honestly, okay, so the four and a half year degree of like under my undergrad degree, I was finally, I mean, let's be honest, none of us use that degree anyway, right? Like I, I was fine leaving that. But the yeah. thing that I actually had a hard time with was that right there. So I put myself through grad school. I, I grew up, we did not have money growing up. My parents could not send me to college. I was undergrad loans and I worked really hard to pay those off. And so the concept of getting into more loans in grad school, I, could, I couldn't do it. I was like, no, I'm not doing that. So not only did I get those two postgraduate degrees, which were masters in a doctoral level degree, but I paid for them out of my pocket. I, I tutored 15 to 20 hours a week in addition to, to teaching so that I could pay for so I even had like an additional layer of like my, my job didn't pay for those degrees. Like I had like my, my, my money tied to those degrees. So I, I had a hard time at first and then I stopped and I was like, wait a second, those two degrees, the, the leader, they were leadership, leadership and administration, organizational leadership and administration. The first degree in the master's, it opened my eyes up to professional development or into personal development. Because what it did was it, it primed me as who am I as a leader? And as an entrepreneur, what are you? You're a leader. Whether you choose to lead men, women in business and like in nutrition, whatever it is, you are a leader and a leader's job is to unlock the greatness in the people that follow them or that buy their services. And I was like, whoa, wait a second. That's exactly what I'm doing as an entrepreneur. But then the other side of things is I, I looked at it and my, I said, what are my goals is for my business? Like my goals for my business are to scale it, to grow it, to add in multiple things. All of that is leadership. And when I realized that my degrees weren't, <laughs> this is a hard one because this is what we do in, as humans, my degrees weren't these things that I collected. Those degrees made me the woman that I am today. When I realized that, I was, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm so glad to leave yeah. that job then. Like, I'm okay leaving that job because those degrees made me who I am. And guess what? I use them every single day. And I actually use them in my business daily. Every, and I teach the entrepreneurs that I work with all about it as well. So when I realized that they were just, they just became a part of who I was yeah. and I was like, Oh, this is great. This is, this is perfect. But the other side of that is that you can't, you have to be so unapologetic about your journey and, and the, the path that you take. I had people every day. I had teachers every day asking the same thing. You're really going to give up your summers off. Like <laughs> seriously, yep. Do you know how hard you've worked? Like, I can't believe you're actually doing this. I had friends. I had family family, people the closest to me say, you're making the biggest mistake of your life, Jen. And I had to be so unapologetic with thanks, but no thanks, because this is the path that I'm going to take. So it's really twofold, realizing that your degrees are a part of who you are and they've taught you something and they will serve you. If you don't know how it will serve you, but then also being so unapologetic about your path because it's your path. It's no one else's. Well, and there's two routes somebody can go there. The one side yeah. is you spent all that money on a master's degree and you're not using it now. So you wasted money. Mm -hmm. The other side, what I would call the abundant side, yeah. says, you know what? But it was within getting your master's degree, you learned what personal development was. Oh yeah. Which is now what you use and you teach constantly. So that investment in that master's degree, no matter how much it was, the fact you don't use it anymore, it was worth it because so it was a it. building block to where you are right now. Now, I want to ask you a question, because again, another tie between us, I think. Could you say going back five, 10 years ago, the Jen we knew back then feared 
money more than she does now? Oh God, yeah. Okay. It, it ran my life. Same here. Okay. Mm -hmm. When you made that decision in the gym, honey, yeah. I'm like, I know what I want to do. Yeah. Was there a little, <gasps> when you realized that when you start your own business, become the entrepreneur, mm -hmm. it's all on you now. No mm -hmm. one's cutting you a paycheck. Mm -mm. How did that yeah. feel? Well, I had to do a lot of money mindset work and a lot of, um, I don't think a lot of people are talking about there's money mindset, which is like all the rage right now. Yep. But really what we're not talking about is our relationship with money because yep. it's not necessarily, it's a mindset and it's a relationship just like with a spouse. And so I had to do work on both before I could even consider leaving my job. Like before I even could, could mm. consider it, like it was money mindset. And this is thanks to the masters money mindset self-development. <laughs> if you're an entrepreneur and you're not doing those things, then you're not going to make it as an entrepreneur. Like I'm going to call a spade a spade. I, I'm like, I, I just, I have to, people think, Oh, I'm going to get into business. I'm going to do all this stuff. And it's like, you know, that the foundation, the root of that is you. And if you're not growing your money mindset and your relationship with money, and you are not completely working on developing yourself and growing with your business, you're only going to have temporary success. And so I realized that very early on because what I did is I found myself terrified to charge a certain amount of money or terrified that a client was going to leave or I'd, I would still, you know, you know what, Andy, this is my favorite story ever to share is that when I, I had my first five figure month, I was like, I was a late, I was so happy. So I did a lot of work yeah. and then I was like, oh, I'm good. Ready? Like I checked the box. I'm fine. I'm good. I had my first five figure month over a year ago and I called my husband up to the office and I was like, Pat, I had my, like, look it, it says $10,000 this month. It was in my Stripe account. You know, he's like, Jen, that's amazing. Where's the money? And I looked at him and I was like, um, savings. Andy, I had no idea where the money was. I had no idea. Yeah. So many people think when I make more money, all my financial problems are solved. And the reality is, is trust me, don't do it yourself. Please don't do it yourself. You guys don't take it from me. Trust me. It's not the case. We have to do that money mindset work and that money relationship work first and during our, our journey in order to really be successful. Are you, um, are you sure we're not related? I mean, this listening be. to you right now, I'm going, yep, that's me. Yep, that's me. Because yeah. I started my coaching business about a year ago, almost a year ago, June 1st. Yeah. And two years ago, I would never have been able to uh, uh, start that business because if you ask me why did you do it or what allowed you to start the business, it yeah. was 100% based on money mindset, improving that and going to work on myself. Had I not put literally my four or five years into self-development, there's no. no way I would have been able to start the business. Absolutely not. No. And I think a lot of people, not I think it's very obvious that, you know, Andy, you work with a ton of entrepreneurs and you're involved in a lot of masterminds. I would be willing to bet you guys, I'm making this statistic up. So do not quote me on this one, but I would be willing to bet that 98% of entrepreneurs go into entrepreneurship actually coming from a place of scarcity and fear yep. Yep. of, I have to do it. I'm going to prove myself like, you know, and it actually that the reason why is rooted in fear and scarcity. And when it is, we're like, it's going to whatever your definition of failure is going to be, it's going to happen. We have to shift that relationship to one of abundance so that you can live out your purpose and have have the money in which you want to have in which honestly you deserve to have. Well, and that's just it. I, I, I would, again, call a spade a spade. I'm going to be direct. If you are yep. building a business out of fear and that lack of loss, you're done. Yeah. Like you, you're not going to really make much of it and you're going to give up 
well before you should. And honestly, a rule to be on this podcast, you got to have an abundant mindset. So Jen, that's why you're here. (laughs) Okay. So the other thing too, that's so interesting with entrepreneurship, and it is a cliche word today. Let's be honest. Yeah. It's cool now, right? Oh, it's so cool. Um, But people hear you at a five- five-figure month, six-figure month, which we're about to talk about, Yeah, they think that all of a sudden you have $50,000 going in your savings account. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's called top-line revenue. You still have a business to run. Yeah. There's yep. still expenses. So mm-hmm. it's not all the glory that some people, I think, make it out to be. But at mm-hmm. the end of the day, a five-figure, six-figure month is absolutely huge. So mm-hmm. you go into the entrepreneurial world. You start your yeah. business and you start as a nutritionist, right? Yeah. Which has morphed now over what three four years no a year and a half year and a half wow yeah into what we see today so let's talk about your business today jen who do you serve what are you doing yeah so yep so i was a nutrition coach for about a year and a half and then i just recently completely pivoted so i saw truly it was when COVID 19 hit and when the economy you know the recession whatever you want to call it started to really begin and i realized that there was a huge need there was a huge problem the problem was that there were all these entrepreneurs who were coaches or or mentors people who wanted to help people and they wanted to grow their impact but they they didn't quite know how they wanted to scale they're like i want to grow my impact i want to scale my income six figures beyond but they were stuck. They were like, I'm doing all the things, but it's not working. And I was, I realized how many entrepreneurs were struggling, especially during this time. And so I made a hard, a hard right hand turn, as I call it in my business. And I saw the need, saw the problem. And I was, and I truly wrote it all down. I was like, all right, how can I solve these problems for these people? Like, how can I really help them and solve these problems, recession proof their business, grow their impact and scale their income? So I came, I, I came to the Impact to Income Academy, which is where I teach entrepreneurs, uh, coaches, mentors, people who are really driven by impact and service. I teach them how to do just that, how to grow their impact, scale their income, live the life that they want, build their business to six figures and beyond. So my academy, it's a 12 week academy. And what it is, is there's three pillars, I believe of a successful online business. The first pillar is leadership. Yep. Did you guys hear that? Leadership. Thank you for those degrees. I realized how much leadership is missing in entrepreneurship. That's really what we're all doing is being leaders. So we have to build that leadership first, monetize our, our strengths, work in our zone of genius. The second pillar is money, like all things, money and finances. And the third the third pillar is all things strategy, but not strategy in a way of just do these things and it'll work. It's doing strategy in a way of what works best for you and for your business and for your ideal clients. And so that's what I'm currently doing. I, I business mentoring and helping people really grow their impact. Cause I strongly believe I coined the, again, I guys, I make up a lot of things, but it fits. Okay. I made this up. The universal law of entrepreneurship is the more people that you impact, the more money that you make. That's it. If you impact a small amount of people, you're going to make a small amount of money. If you impact a large amount of people, you're going to make a large amount of money. And so I saw that correlation and I realized that that's what people really want. And now I get to help people do just that. So important to understand that. Um, one of the, my favorite mentors I've never met, Jim Rohn, um, <laughs> said that famously, you want to get paid more, bring more value, which means oh, yeah. you have to impact more people. Yep. And so what's exciting, Jen, about your story is here you are, you've got uh, Impact to Income University. Okay, but same thing. What did you say? 
I said it's an academy, but same thing. Oh, Academy University, <laughs> I apologize. Um, but you, you adapted to the situation, you created the program, and just last month, you had a six-figure month. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. Anybody <laughs> can do anything right now. And I don't say that as a cut on you, Jen, I say that, yeah. that we, have, we don't have excuses anymore. You no. literally pivoted, adapted to the moment, created a program that helps people right now, and you yeah. had a six-figure month. How does that feel? Yeah. Um, unreal. It still feels amazing. I'm sit. I, I truly, it, it's, it's, so, how does it, it's funny. Chris Harder asked me that he, we were talking, he goes, how does that feel? I go, I don't know how this feels like so, <laughs> so many emotions. Um, it feels amazing, honestly. I, and it, it just, it really solidifies the belief that I have as an entrepreneur, which is just that, that if you, if you can solve people's problems, like they're real problems, not they're like, I just want to lose five pounds or make more money. No, no, no. If you can solve their real problems, if you can guide them, if you can truly impact people, you can make any amount of money that you want to make. Like that's just the reality of it. And so it makes me happy to be able to live out that message because it's such a strong belief in me. And it makes me so incredibly happy and excited to just continue to show people that moving forward, right? Like I am all about full transparency. That's why I'm like, yeah, share, share anything. Tell them about the six figure month. Hell yeah. Because I want people to see like, whoa, she's not that much different than me, or he's not that much different than me. If she can do it, I can do it. And Andy, that was the first realization I think as an entrepreneur, when I realized I was going to be massively successful, I was sitting next to Kat Golden, who, you know, yep. and we were at our first ever uh, per, like professional or personal development. It was Angie Lee's Pace to be Brave event. Okay. And I, I'm sitting next to her. It's our ever first time I've ever been to an event like that. And I looked at her and I just kind of had this look on my face, like, what, what's the deal here? And she's like, what, what's wrong? I'm like, I'm not impressed. And she's like, what? <laughs> and not that Angie Lee's a very impressive yeah, human. Yeah, yeah. I, I adore her, but I looked at her. I'm like, they're just like us, but they've been doing it longer and they've never given up despite the fear. Yeah. You can do you it. Can I can do, do it too. Yeah. And so like, that's, that's like what I really love to bring is like <laughs> last year at this time, one year ago, I was wrapping up a classroom. That's it. One year ago, you can do anything if you do it for the right reason. If you grow and develop yourself and if you crush that money mindset, like you can do anything. Yep. And if you want to make more money, solve bigger problems. God, yes. And, yep. and so who's your, who would be the, an ideal candidate for uh, the Academy? Yeah. Any entrepreneur who they've been, they've been in entrepreneurship for a little bit. Like, you know, okay. they, they've, they've, they've got some clients, they've got some stuff under their belt. They're like, yeah, 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 I got this. But they're like, but how do I scale? How do I grow? How do I scale? How do I impact more people? Also the ideal client is somebody who a major block that I hit in my life, not like about nine, 10 months ago was wait a second. Am I, am I building my life around my business or am I building my business? around my life. Yep. What we do as entrepreneurs is we get addicted to the fact that we mm. can just work more and make more money. It's really wild. But are you living the life in which you want to live? Because if not, then just go back to climbing up someone's ladder. Yeah. It's always, I always find it funny entrepreneurs who talk about being addicted to the grind. It's like, what did you trade off? You left the corporate world where you complained about the <laughs> grind to have the grind in the entrepreneurial world. Was that worth it? Right. And you like, you don't, you're not connected with your family. You haven't seen your friends Correct. in so long. Like, like, why do we do what we do? I think yeah. our why has to be so what I do in the Academy is I have them set their goals, uh, like for their business of number one, first things first is your lifestyle goal. What do you want your life to look like? Yeah. And then number two is your impact goal. Who, who do you want to impact and how? Yeah. And then number three is your revenue goal. 
we all start with, I want to make a hundred thousand dollars this year. No, 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 no. You're doing it backwards. Like you're doing it way backwards. Always start with your lifestyle goal and then go to your impact goal and then your revenue goal. Awesome. A couple questions to wrap up. Um, Right now, I got a lot of readers who listen in. What's your favorite book? What's the number one book you recommend right now? Ooh, ooh. Top book that changed my entire life in the beginning of my business and throughout my business was The Secrets of the Millionaire Mind by T. Harbecker. It's done it for a lot of us, especially if you've got a money mindset issue. You know you need to improve your relationship with money. Please do yourself a favor and read that book. You will yes. not be disappointed. Which we all need it because whatever it's a it's a new level, new devil too, right? Like you hit your first four-figure month, new That's level, nice. new level, new new level, new devil. You hit your first four-figure month, like, oh no, 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 I got it. No, you don't, because you're gonna hit your next, you're gonna hit the five-figure month. And you better have the tools and the strategy and the mindset to to take that on. So that book is incredible. I read it, I read it all the time. I've read it, I think I've read it like five times. I was just gonna say it's it's one I try to read once a year. Yep. If not, maybe twice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, Jen. So how can, if somebody wanted to reach out, they're going, yep, you just described me. I think I need, you know, the impact to income Academy. How can they reach out to you? Yeah. Instagram. I'm always there. The Jen Kennedy on Instagram is where I'm always at. You could email me, but I'm not even going to give it to you because I check my Instagram. (laughs) My email. I love Instagram. You guys, I'm a human, you too, Andy. I'm a human connection human. I love connecting with people and Instagram is the best because it's the way in which we are able to connect with more people. So always on the And it just so everybody listening in, Instagram doesn't have to be your platform. No. But at the end of the day, whatever it is, your platform, whether it is Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, use it. Yeah. It's the way humans are connecting with humans. And oh, by the way, it's free. Yeah. <laughs> it's free. All right. Last piece of advice. Someone's sitting out there and they're in that job right now. They may like it. They may not. They know yeah. there's something bigger out there for them. What is your last piece of advice for them? Mm, mm, listen to your gut. Your gut always knows if your gut is telling you that there's something else, don't be afraid of it and take the leap. Like that's it. Like, don't be afraid. Listen to your gut. Don't be afraid of it and take the leap. You will never, ever, ever regret it. So Jen, there's a reason I wanted to have you on one. Cause you're cool as hell. Um, <laughs> number two, I want, I hope the audience soaked in what you said. A freaking year ago, you were a teacher and you had yeah. been a teacher for eight years. Eight years. Mm-hmm. Trying to aspire to be a principal because you wanted to make more impact. You just realized, you know, education, I love education. I just mm-hmm. don't love it in this setting. Yep. But now I've got this thing out there called entrepreneurship. And the thing I want to stress is entrepreneurship is not the destination. Mm-hmm. It is the journey, the vehicle that gets you to whatever your destination is. Yeah. And because you found a way to impact more lives via entrepreneurship, yeah. here you are crushing a business a year, year and a half later, just had a six figure month. My point is this, you don't have any excuses. No one has excuses right now. Even if you're a teacher and you want to stay teaching, guess what? COVID just taught us. Holy crap. I can educate more people online at one time. Yeah. hundred percent. Have more impact, bring more value. You will make more money. I can't make it. it that easier. So Jen, One last time, I just want to say thank you. This was awesome. Thank you. I loved it. It's been amazing. I could talk to you all day, Andy. Likewise, likewise. (laughs) And if you're out there listening in, I hope you took a bunch of notes. Please, if you enjoy this podcast, go subscribe, give it a five-star rating. And if you know anybody who could use this type of information, this type of content, I hope you share with them. And last, but certainly not least, you know what happens when clarity and confidence collide. Action happens. Go make it happen today.